Dude, I always feel guilty when I smoke weed now. Ooh, you make my high come down. Ooh, you make my high. She going cool water. Come down. So that says you what? Make my high come all the way down. All day. Ooh, you make Every my day. high. Come stay down. Pure Just hit the east side of the fucking LBC. I don't associate with haters. I'm with the fucking gangsters be. Just hit the dope spot. Just picked up some bomb ass weed. Man, I'll holler at you later. I'm about to hit these streets. As sure as my game is tied, just spotted a real dime piece. I thought my day could not be greater. That's about the time I peep. There go Mr. Johnny Law, all in my review. The next thing I heard was sirens. Tell me, what am I to do? You make my pipe come down. No, I don't think that's the case either. Cause like I, 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 um, I think I mean I think that is the case for me. Cause like uh, I'll give it up for a while, but to give it up completely, like I'm never gonna smoke weed again. Like that's like nah. Cause cause I do get those yeah. urges after a while of like, <clears throat> hmm, I can smoke. Yeah. And yesterday I just kind of stumbled into it cause it was a Memorial Day thing, and uh, well I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you. Welcome to conversations for our grandkids. We're talking about drugs and shit cuz what else is new? <laughs> it's like <laughs> As usual. Uh my name is Seamus and I'm joined by my buddy Adam taking a big old rip of something sweet, I'm sure. Just tobacco in my water pipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no, so anyway, I'm we're talking about like spirituality and whether or not doing drugs and drinking is sort of a step back or whatever, but it it feels like uh I don't know, man. I can give it up. I can stop whenever I want, but uh, <laughs> I just don't want to right now, man. <laughs> but it feels like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready to completely give it up because yesterday I didn't even expect to like drink, but it was a Memorial Day thing, and they had these mm -hmm. watermelon beers, and Ew. they were 10 percent each, which I didn't realize. And so I had that, and I had another one. I was like, uh oh. Well, give me some vodka. Fuck it. You got vodka? Whatever. Just yeah. And I just got drunk as fuck way too soon. Like, it totally shot my whole day. You ever get... You, you know what I'm talking about. When you get drunk oh, real earlier me. in the day and, you're, and the rest... Like, when you're yeah. sober down later in the day, you're just tired as fuck. Yep. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and you're stumbling around like, oh, fuck. I have so many hours left in this night. Yeah. This, this is not going to turn out well. Yeah, when I drink at night, I come home and I sleep it off. But when I'm just <laughs> I'm just awake, it's just, it kind of sucks after a while. Yeah. It's like you get that like, oh, can this be over? Yeah. You get that feeling. I'm just drunk and dehydrated, walking, stumbling around at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon like, are you cool, dog? Yeah, it's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. <laughs> Uh, I'll put it to you this way, man, to continue the spiritual drugs discussion. There's a whole branch of uh, like a spiritual methods that's, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar, but it's called Tantra. And Tantra essentially is um, using worldly seeming things or like uh, worldly things to to you know be spiritual so the what I, all i'm trying to say is i'm not going to say that we should do tantra and like go into that because it's a it's a dangerous path but that just goes to show that there isn't a single thing that can't be 
a positive to the spiritual path. You know, there's not, there's nothing that you can't use in the right, or there's nothing that can't be used in the right way. Mm. That you can only be like smart or dumb in the way that you use everything. So like meditation is also one of those things. It's like, you could just get stuck meditating for your whole life. And you're just like a meditation. Oh, I just meditate, but you don't really go anywhere. You're still an asshole, you know, you're still eating unhealthy, but you meditate every day. Good for you. You know what I mean? So it's like you can st stop doing drugs or whatever, but that's not really the point. Traditionally speaking, it's it's like not the spiritual people don't recommend it. I think just because it plays to your desire system in a way that makes it very difficult to um, it makes it difficult to use drugs in a conscious way where you're not actually doing harm to yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to Because most people will just get, you know, wrapped up in it or sucked up in it. And right. it's like 0.1% right. of people will use it the correct way or whatever the number is. <clears throat> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, And I'd like to think that I am one of those people, you know, I'd like to give yeah, myself see, that See, room. that's the thing. I think, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think that's the thing. I think at this point, I'd like to think I was one of those people too, just for the record. I'm not trying to like chastise you or something, but I'm saying like, I'm just thinking in, in the way that I approach it is it's not inherently a bad thing. So if I'm find myself smoking or drinking or whatever, I, I use that thought to chase away like the guilt of like, Oh God, but I shouldn't be doing this. I told myself I'd try to, you know, all that shit. It's so useless. Like you're, you know, you're smoking right now anyway. So not you, I'm, I'm smoking right now. So it's like, Am I going to get really okay? Uh, am I going to really get upset at myself for for inhaling the smoke in my lungs after it's already in there? And I, I've already, you know, I, you hear that Buddha? It doesn't have to be a bad thing. You hear that? Yeah, fuck you, Buddha. No, I'm I'm, no. the Buddha is like the best one, dude, because he wasn't about any of that. Like, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't fuck. You know, he may have suggested it, but that was not what it was about, man. Well, I'll say anyway, uh, so another. Uh, not to no, cut you ahead. off. Uh, just this no, kind of fine. a side note, man. I, I feel like I'm, I hope I don't derail you completely. But the other funny thing that I, I found about yesterday, because I mean, I got, I got pretty wasted, man. Yesterday on Memorial Day for the troops. Hey, bring our boys back so we can get fucked up I'm together. I'm doing this for them. This is for them. <laughs> this is this is for them. Yeah. Um. At one point, I get called into the shed. Like, there's a shed Ooh. in this backyard. And I, I went in, and they were it was like a cipher. They were all smoking weed in the shed. And I was like, cool, thanks for inviting me. But then I looked around, and I was like, there are like six or seven people here. This is like half of the – why are we Why are we in the shed? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. There, this is like literally half of the people in this house right now. Like, why are we hiding this? Yeah, and, and are any of the other people going to call the cops on the other half of the people? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Come on. We're all friends here. They – Everybody out there knows what we're doing in here anyway. Let's be real. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, and my sister listens to the show sometimes, so if you hear this, hey, that's why I was in the shed. That's where I was. Oh! <laughs> that's what was happening. Busted. Busted. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's always a good time. That always used to crack me up. Like, there was one party I went to. There was a lot of people there. It was like a big party. It was like one of those, like, oh, it's Friday, man. You like, I heard somebody, a friend of a friend's, like, having a party. Like, you want to go? Like, everyone's invited. I'm like, oh, Sure. There's like 50 or 60 people in there at a temple party. So you know those houses are small as fuck. There's a bunch of people everywhere. You know, alcohol on the first floor, music, lights are off. There's like, you know, lasers and, and like almost stage type lights with colors and shit. It was like a legit party, you know, not just like 
people sitting on a couch smoking. This one dude goes, all right, like, I'm going to smoke some weed. Like, anybody who wants to smoke, like, come to the green room, uh, and we'll go up and smoke. So he goes upstairs, and you literally see, like, 80 people get up out of their seats, put their drinks down. Everyone's, like, putting shit down. And everyone makes this mass exodus up into this dude's room. Whoa. Right? This is his bedroom now that we're in. And there's, like, 40 people in his bedroom and, like, 10 people outside, like, right outside. What the like, fuck? Why, why did we have to do this? How is he going to even... How is he even going to have all that weed for those people? Oh, my God. Oh, he wasn't the only one. It was like, if anybody has weed oh, that they want to smoke, I see, that type I of thing. See, like, we're all, this, yeah, we're all going to go up and smoke. I thought it was room, all just the freeloaders. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, most of them were. Most of them were. But you get those, those, those types. But there's plenty of people. Yeah, but like, like, like why, why are we hiding it at this thing? point if we're the majority, basically? Why are we going upstairs? Yeah, why are we going well, upstairs? I'm, Everybody's here. I'm not going to rat out the people who were in that cipher yesterday. I'm going to keep their names, you know, off the record. But On let's just DL. say these are people who, like, owned the house. <laughs> I probably should say <laughs> I, I guess I did throw it out. I threw it out there. And I was like, what yeah, are we doing? Knows nobody knows who you're talking about except you and your family. So it's all good. But I was like, what the... F this is your house. Like, why are we in the shed? The yeah, fuck? That's bizarro, man. That's real bizarre. You know why, man? Because it's illegal. At the end of the day, it's illegal. They're not doing that as a courtesy because, oh, some people don't like the smell. Like, that's not why they're in a shed. They're in a shed because the paranoia of being... Of having the cops call on you and going to jail for drugs has reached its way so far into our psyches as Americans that... The owner, they own the house and the land that the house is on, and they're afraid to do some very nonviolent, wonderful shit in their backyard because they're afraid somebody might look over the fence and fucking call the cops or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so ridiculous at this point. And you know what's sad, man? Alan Watts, I heard this, this talk he gave about drugs and, like, like, the state of drugs in this country, and he was talking about America. And this, I mean, he died a while ago. Yeah, he's been dead. So it's not, yeah, it's not like this was like last year. And he's breaking down the war on drugs in such a concise, accurate way from soup to nuts. Like what the, what the problem is, what it looks like on the ground, you know, the fact that now our prisons are overloaded, et cetera. He goes through all of it. And, and he's saying this very plainly in whatever year. It was probably in the 70s or something. Yeah, because I think he died in the 70s. Word. It was either the 60s or the 70s then. And... 50 fucking years later, it's, we're still just doing the same dumb shit and we're busting people's, you know, houses open and killing their dogs for some fucking weed, you know, or even, I'm even down for like cocaine, heroin. I don't really care. Like here's the real problem with the, with drugs is not the drugs. The problem is when you make it illegal and you make it something that people want to do. Yeah. It look it's dangerous now, you know? That's the problem. Well, uh, I was listening to a, a Joe Rogan podcast where he was talking to Governor Gary Johnson. Uh, I don't think he's a governor anymore, but he's he he is the now the libertarian candidate for uh, the presidential uh, whatever the position. He wants to be president, but and I don't think he's going to win because he he's kind of wacky. But he does have some good ideas. And honestly, over Hillary and Trump at this point, it's like yeah, like why are you voting for either of those those guys? Um, like you really you really. 
either you're voting for them and being like, oh, I'm afraid of what the other candidate is going to do, or you're just not voting. It's going to go right back. Like, Obama was this huge thing where, like, oh, the, the youth are voting now. The youth are voting. That's because the candidate yeah. we were voting for was selling us the right kind of shit, the shit that we wanted mm -hmm. to see. And now that we've seen that, no matter who it is, that doesn't fucking happen, it's just going to go right back to apathy. Right back. Yeah, unless Bernie's on the ballot. If Bernie's on the ballot, young people are going to turn out probably in better numbers yeah. than than for Barry, I think. Well, anyway, the point is about the drugs is that Gary Johnson was saying that he's talked to a few judges and what what a lot of a lot of the judges he talks to, they talk about drug the drug war and they say like the only drug that we could honestly make a case for banning is probably like methamphetamine just because they're like no consistently it makes your behavior worse. Like, you know what I mean? And and yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not even saying like I honestly think like maybe there is a chance you could do meth and be cool. So I, I really I, I, I always come back to the thing where it's like if you kill somebody on drugs, you you said this to me and it opened my eyes to this. Yeah. It's like we already have murder laws. We don't need murder plus drug laws, basically. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because if you do something wrong, it doesn't matter whether you're on drugs or not. You did something wrong, you know, and that needs to be punished. The state that you're in is is irrelevant to the crime that you did while in that state, whether it's sober or whatever, you know. Um, I think meth should be legal as well because you don't you don't have to get addicted to meth. I mean, granted, it's the it's all a numbers game, you know. So you're you're much more likely to get addicted to meth than like most other drugs. That being said, you don't get addicted to meth just because you do meth. I know a lot, uh, not a lot, like a few people who've done meth and they're not addicted to meth. I know one person who did meth and he fucking hated it. He thought it was he was like I thought I was gonna die. Like I just felt horrible, you know, blah blah blah, which is not how it's supposed to make you feel at all. But um, interesting fact here, Seamus. Think about this. Yes, I love facts. <laughs> Adderall is like a one very, very tiny chemical change away from meth. Meth amphetamine. Adderall is amphetamine, and meth is methamphetamine. It's like one small little change. It's, it's a very similar effect, except meth hits you harder and lasts longer. That's, that's the, the real kicker of it. So it's like an Adderall that hits you hard and lasts long. And pe people tend to smoke a lot of it at once. And that's really the issue, man. Here's the, here's the thing. <clears throat> Let's say there are some really horrible drugs and you're guaranteed to fucking die if you, <clears throat> if you take this drug. It should still be up to the person's choice whether or not they decide to do it anyway. What needs to happen is we need to really inform people about the facts and what is actually happening and you know what are the nature of these drugs because here's here's what kept me off of heroin i told i said this on the other uh podcast is seeing the fucking dippers on the l just dipping out in the middle of the day you know stroller full of kids and they're just nodding out on the train that's the shit i was like oh heroin is something that's that seems like too much yeah you know, that's, yeah that's a little much and meth same way like i i saw meth heads i saw them walking down the street fucking scratching themselves saying some crazy shit I was like, meth is crazy too. PCP is another one. Like, people do crazy shit on PCP. I was like, I'm, I don't want to do that either. So there's like, I don't know. I feel like if you give people the right information, they can make their own decision. Because I've done a lot of drugs in my day, but I'm, I'm not addicted. I'm not a fucking junkie living in a, a trash can somewhere, you know? So obviously there is a way to do drugs without destroying your life. I think it's it's not the drug itself at all. Yeah. It's the the culture and the individuals who are deciding whether or not to do the drug. Well, there you have how much it, folks. information you have. Yeah. Because yeah. if you do your research, you don't like most of the time, if you get addicted to something, it's because you took too much of it at once or you took a dose that was like 
really intense and you're just chasing that rush again, or you pick it up as a habit to like run away from problems. So you're like, uh, you know, it's like a every, every, it, it used to be once a week or once a month. And then, you know, it, it stopped working so well. So it became twice a week, you know, then it, it was every day. Then it's, then it was a few times a day, just because you, you like slowly need this thing to keep going and going. That's how you also get and it. I, I did feel that way initially when I started smoking weed pretty regularly. Like I was, I did have a very, I think looking back on it, I had sort of a negative relationship with it where I was like using it to kind of avoid anxieties and things that were making me uncomfortable. But at the same time, it also initially helped me get over those same anxieties and stuff. But it just came, became easier and easier to sort of depend on it to, yeah. to be the thing to help you get over that hump or whatever. And uh, now, that's not the case. You know what I mean? I'll do it because I want to do it, not because I'm like, oh, I, I got to get away, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first time, my very first acid trip, I was like, pain, made painfully aware of the fact that I was using weed wrong. Like it, like, it was very clear to me, the weed isn't the problem, you know? The problem is that it shortens your awareness to like right now and and like a day behind maybe and a day ahead you know that kind of thing you can plan longer than that but if you're in your thoughts generally speaking you're thinking of like what's going to happen later today and tomorrow maybe you know when you're high so i was i was using it to like to like keep myself from projecting out into the future and therefore i couldn't say like look at my own habits and say like this is a bad habit or a good habit because if the negative effects from the habit were long-term and like didn't come until weeks later, you know? So if I do, if I start drinking one or two beers, you know, for three or four days, I look fine. I feel fine, you know? But if I do that for, you know, two weeks, three weeks, my body is noticeably, noticeably different, but I just don't notice it Yeah, because yeah. The, the change has been happening so slowly yeah, that dude, I just oof, didn't notice it. That happened with me, man. I let myself get fucking skinny fat as fuck again. And so for the past, skinny fat. So for the past week I've been running or doing yoga or everything every single day. But <clears throat> now I like it cause I've got, I've got a routine set up uh, for most days where I'm starting to try and get more serious about meditation as well, where I, um, I don't go downstairs until I've done it. So I basically can't leave my room until I meditate in the morning. That's a um, great idea, man. Yeah, well, I read about it when I was reading Raja Yoga, which is by uh, Swami Vivekananda, I want to say. Yes? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, but he had a thing where he was talking about how, like, kids come up with the – or not kids come up, but there are practices for children in, like, India and stuff where it's like you don't get to eat until you do it. So basically yeah, – yeah you'll do it because you're hungry and you'll be like, all right, let me just fucking get this shit out of the way. And that's kind of how I'm trying to, it's, it's like tricking myself into like, okay, I'm tricking yeah. myself into a, a good habit. Yeah. Tricking yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, here's the thing. When the end result is that you now have picked up a habit of meditating was it so bad that you tricked yourself? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Tricking, tricking has all this bad connotation on oh, it. I didn't it's mean like, it like yeah. that, but it, it is kind of, it no, is a I trick, know. you know? It, it is a trick. Yeah, for sure. It's like a trick, like a, like a, a fucking video game cheat code, you know? Yeah. Uh, you want to see something like humans are so dumb, like you can, they can make themselves believe things, you know, like they can fool themselves essentially. Give me the like, tank, dude. That's what I want. Give me the tank <laughs> from the very beginning of the game. You know what I'm talking about, all you gamers out there. All you bros. Oh, you. Oh my god, and it's just it's it's it's. I don't want this to sound 
depressing, although it might, because it's kind of like what you said on the last episode where you were talking about your major depression. But it's basically like a lot of the things that I used to find. This sounds exactly like a depression commercial. Have you lost interest in a lot of the things that used to bring you great joy? And it's like, yeah, but 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 it's 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 not that I don't like them anymore. It's just I don't like them as much. And I just kind of get bored easily. Like, I'm just bored all the time, basically, of, like, all yeah. the things that I used to really enjoy. And so I've sort of uh, been like, all right, well, there's nothing left to do. I might as well meditate. Like, it's kind of gotten to that point for me where it's like, all right, yeah. I don't really like video games. I don't really like any of these movies. There's nothing I want to watch. There's nothing I want to do. All right, let me go outside and just fucking sit down. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. that's it. There's all that there is, man. Yeah, that's all there is, man. No better, no better way to say it than that. And my my thing is too, if if you don't want to just sit down and just do nothing, then it's such a great um, like test for like what what do you think is lacking in your life? If you can't just sit here and just be completely satisfied, just sitting down doing nothing then that means that you like, and you're thinking like, oh man, I got to get up and do this. I got to get up and do that. Uh, I wish I was this and you know, blah, 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 or I'm bored. You know, this is stupid. Like, blah, blah, what am I doing? I mean, I still I do, do get something. that, honestly. And I still do find myself looking at my phone sometimes. Like I am no, by no means a great meditator as far, you know, whatever that fuck that means. But, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Me neither. But, uh, no, yeah. yeah. And I'm saying from experience, man, cause those thoughts, man, that's, it takes so long for those types of thoughts to die down man it's just so yeah annoying. and it just it kind of just shows me where i'm like man i got a lot of work to do i who you know mm-hmm. like i got a lot of shit because i was listening to side was basically talking about how it's like you know if you're if you're talking to yourself or you're like saying negative things and in, in your mind your thoughts are sort of projecting these scary stories and shit and you, it's like a part of your body is not working for you so it's like he's like yeah we just call that being fucking insane and i was like oh <laughs> shit like you're right man I am fucking crazy a little bit. Like, I need to fucking work through this shit somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And there's a way to do it, man. There's a way to do it. That's the whole fun of the spiritual path, man. It's like, here's the thing. It's almost like, um, it's it's exactly like a video game. It's exactly like a, a video game. Except, it's like infinity. So there's no real limits to the shit that you can do if you learn the rules, like in a game, there's only so much memory, you know, the algorithms only really go so far, you know, so it's not unlimited. It can seem that way. You seem like you can move anywhere you want and jump on whatever you want and blah, blah, blah. But in, you know, for humans, we're, it's us in the, in the whole universe, you know, it's like a limitless possibility. So what just us in the flag Nars hanging on a planet, big block. (laughs) <laughs> and they start talking to us, bro. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. They're the ones that want us to meditate so they can send their brain messages to us. That's the other thing, man. I've been listening to a lot of these uh, these fucking paranormal activity fucking podcasts and shit just for fun. I've been listening. I listen to like four of them. Mysterious Universe. Check it out. That shit is fucking bizarre. I, uh, it's a, that's a pretty good podcast, man. I, I like that. I do like it because they're it's super like, uh, it's so like, what's the word? Esoteric? Like, uh, I don't know. No, no, it's like super produced. Oh like yeah, very well produced. Almost. Very well produced. Yeah, they like take breaks on like a much, pre-recorded man. podcast and shit. They have like music playing in between, and I'm like, what? Do you guys record this lot? I've never heard you mention you're doing this in a studio. What? Uh, whatever. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah. Fine. I mean, look, the podcast is fine. It just to me, it's like, wow, this is like, 
this is almost like too much. You know what I mean? Like this is you're putting it's a, it's almost like a radio show. Yeah, yeah, totally. And totally. it kind of it kind of bothers me. Oh, not I mean a little bit when it it's the format is like we're this is a radio show that we here are did. the things we're going to talk about on this episode. Here are the things we're going to break down, and here's the segment where we talk about this. And it a lot of the times it sounds like almost like they're reading off a paper or like they have canned responses. It feels like. But that being said, yeah, most of the time. Uh, that being said, the, the information that they get is, is interesting, good. very interesting. Yeah. And uh, I canceled WWE Network because fuck WWE. I bo- accidentally bought it for a month. That month is over. I'm not accidentally buying it again. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking wrestling sucks. And then I fucking uh, well the, the the Mysterious Universe like plus subscription was nine ninety nine. So I was like, well, you know what? I might as well just throw. I might as well just throw that money at this for a month and see what happens with that. Because I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, but I, I've been in, I, it's, I've been enjoying it because you get like a whole extra episode and like some other shit. But, uh, dude, just all this crazy shit. People are fucking crazy, man. And I'm not sure if uh, I'm pretty sure like probably like ninety percent of the stuff they talk about is bullshit. But a lot of it has a lot of weird parallels between things I've heard. Uh, spiritual leaders and like gurus and shit say where I'm like, oh, okay, so this this just sounds like the the interpretation of this thing that's happening, but people are like, oh, it's a ghost or it's a this or a that. Um, but man, the fucking hear about the reptilians and shit. Whoo, whoo, these motherfuckers are angry. People, this chick was talking about channeling. Well, dude, they. Oh my god. This, this this podcast is actually pretty great. I'm going to really just plug the shit out of it. It's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good show, man. They, it's a good show. They were talking about this one guy who lived in the 1930s who, this is a real thing that happened, who his wife died and he was, he like almost went insane and was like grief stricken and was like obsessed with trying to bring her back from the dead and shit. And then, so like, a, I feel like a year or two goes by and he's, he has her corpse out, but he like put like this weird paper mache thing over it to like conceal the fact that it was a corpse that was rotting. So he would just be like dancing with it in his room and shit. And one of the neighbors saw it and was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like, we got to do something about this. Guess what, man? He put a paper mache vagina in there and was going to Ramtown. Holla back. Wow. Holla back for a dope Ooh. corpse ass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yo, that corpse ass is hella dope. Damn, that shit just fell to piece. I ripped it to shreds. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dude. Oh, dude, that's fucked up. Got all the way in her rib cage. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Man, man. there's just so much, like, crazy shit that... When I listen to that podcast, I just think, like... Oh, man. This was somebody's experience at some point somehow if this is even if this is just how they're perceiving things their reality is fucking crazy crazy Uh uh-huh yep there's somebody who fucking paper macheed a vagina on a corpse can you imagine actually doing that and fuck that yeah yeah really try to like and fucking the corpse and i mean fucking the corpse like what i mean fucking the shit out of the corpse (laughs) i mean I mean, dude, just going to Ramtown. He was moving it up and just dicking Giving her Cleveland course. steamers and shit. I mean, it got rough. He was giving her the glass ceiling, whatever that is. <laughs> Gave her a couple strawberry shortcakes, but he couldn't anymore because she was a corpse, you know? Like, oh, God. I miss the good old days when I could punch my wife's nose. You know what a strawberry shortcake is, right? <laughs> 
No. Strawberry shortcake is when you uh, I, you punch you you come in a girl's face and you punch her in the nose. This is what I heard in grade school. Oh, that's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, so she gets a little bloody nose and she's got the strawberry shortcake. It's really fucked up, man. My jam was always the donkey punch, man. That was my. Is that jam. just when you Every, you just punch her in the head when? What is the? It's like when she's you fuck her in the ass, and when she's coming, right? You punch her in the back of the head because the orgasm with the uh, or the orgasm with the pain makes her clench her butthole. And then you take your dick out really fast, and her intestine comes out the end. <laughs> oh God! Why are these all so yeah. violent? Jesus Christ! I don't know, man. I don't know. These are that disturbing, always, man. These are all, like, abusive and weird. Like, yeah, you punch her in the fucking face, and then you fucking slap her fucking... You know what it is, man? You know what it is? It's because... Let's, think about the method of uh, transmission that this information was delivered on. It was fucking 13-year-old boys who knew nothing about sex, you know, trying to say the dirtiest shit to each other and passing along these, like, yeah, well, you, have you ever heard of a fucking... <laughs> Have you ever heard of a violet car- sh- charmelon? Like, I, I, no, like, what is that? Like, well, you take a fucking oh, I'll show crayon, you. you melt it. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, uh, but then somebody actually went out and did that shit, I'm sure, at this point. You know, those copycat fucking fuckers. Yeah, they're like, girl, I'm about to give you, I'm about to give you a strawberry shortcake and you're gonna like Ugh, it. Oh, like, gross. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking Superman. Superman at ho. Where you come that on her back and the up. sheet gets stuck. That yeah, cracked that, me that up. Gets, That's a funny one. Yeah, come on her back and the sheet gets stuck to her back. So she looks That's like Superman. Yeah, That's what Soldier Boy was singing back in that classic uh, 2000. Phew. Oh God, I'm jocking on Soldier you. Soldier Boy off in that hook. Why me lean and why me rock? Why me crank that Soldier Boy? That Superman that hoe now why me crank that Soldier Boy? Hey, grandkids, you want to see a, a fucking crazy sliver of time? A crazy moment we'll in watch time? Watch Soldier Boys look up, crank that. Look up that I video. think this, is, this isn't the first Holy time we've said that man. either. I think we say that every 10 episodes we tell them to watch the Soldier Boy video. Because you never know which 10 they're going to listen to, <laughs> What dog. a fucking terrible piece of advice. How about you never watch that shit? I don't want, I don't want you to... You don't ha- well, I guess you do to understand... How fucking retarded music yeah. got. Oh god. You have, to, you have to like you have to like look at everything. You have to look at the good and the bad, you know? Cause the, and, it's, and there uh, are some things that are neither good nor bad or like that the, whether they're good or bad is irrelevant to the to the like like that song, it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad or how you judge that. The fact is that song is fucking crazy for how popular it was. The dude was a no name, the clothes that they wear in the video the the culture around it in high schools and shit or like middle schools whenever that song came out where everybody knew it everyone was like yeah you know what a superman is you know like that kind of shit they're doing the dance in the hallways like the, it was like such a crazy phenomenon and it really and if you look oh, at the video it's it's like nuts man it really did like uh, lay the foundation for a lot of that stupid ass like one word or perhaps no words uh trap rap music that you hear today where it's just like yeah. <laughs> And people are like, yeah, it's my shit. And it's like, he's not even saying words at this point. He's just literally making noises. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. this noise, though. I like the beats. Like, I see why people like them, because it's like the beats are cool, you know? And they use, like, triplets, so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I always find triplets to be, like, zony. What are triplets? Yeah. It's that the rhythm that they, I mean, everybody, like, every trap song, at some point, the rapper goes, like, 
You know, they do that, that. They just all figured out that, like, if you rap in triplets, it sounds cool no matter what you say. Yeah. If, if nobody's listening and nobody's fucking listening. I think trap music is the worst thing that happened to rap music in the last decade, man. It's like, ugh. It's uh, you, don't mean, you don't think it's Iggy Azalea? No, nah, she's better than fucking trap music. No, I'm man, fucking around. People just like to hate on her for some reason. I never got that. Because she's white. She's just she's white. She, just like they used to hate on Eminem for being white, even though he's a fucking crazy good rapper. Yeah. See, guys? See, black people? See what I've been telling you this whole time? We have it tough. <laughs> we have it... <laughs> it's like... So, we have it... The Eminem and Iggy Azalea. We, we have, have it, so it tough. Well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Funny, man. I don't know, man. Fucking Iggy Azalea. They asked her to like to talk. We we talked about this on like episode one where people were getting upset with her because she didn't talk about fucking uh, the Ferguson riots Ferguson, or whatever. Man. And she was like, I'm not even from this country. <laughs> from like Australia. Yeah. Like what the fuck? This seems like something. You really want my opinion? Seems like an American I, I, thing. You guys have to work out amongst yourselves. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And, and what Iggy Azalea is popular because she's a fucking entertainer. She's not a. a commentator on political and social event uh, uh, events in history you know like why, who the fuck cares what is she gonna say that is like oh uh let's let's go to iggy for this oh one. my god uh, iggy oh, it's like that old dave Chappelle bit about fucking uh like after oh, 9 11 them going to ja rule like let's hear what ja rule has to say <laughs> dude that shit used to crack me up oh, dude one of the best shows one of the best comedy shows of all time of all time. The Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. and it hasn't it hasn't aged a hundred percent, but nothing ever does. Yeah. And I feel like it still hits like at for me, at least like seventy to seventy five percent of the time I'm like cracking up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There are those dud skits like, where I'm like, all right, let's skip through this fucking fairy tale yeah, racist but also one or keep whatever. Keep in mind that there there was that was so much um material that he produced so much in such a short so amount of time. much yeah it's so hard for to make like all of those skits be gems but you know he had the gem ones and then he had the ones on the side that were like they were just kind of they're just kind of proof like i'm a good writer i can write filler material almost you know like this isn't it none of that shit is bad you know you don't look at it and go like uh that was stupid maybe like maybe maybe i haven't seen it in a long time but i I don't remember ever having that feeling of like, oh, that was stupid, Dave. Like, why would you put that in there? Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Most of the time I can be like, well, that wasn't really that funny, but I, I get the joke. That was like, that was, you know, you, I, I can still appreciate the work that you put into that joke. Yeah. You know, even though it didn't make me fucking guffaw, you know? Yeah. But then there were some that I'm like, my belly is hurting, you know? Like, those skits are so fucking I funny. still laugh at the Rick James thing, man. I know that's, like, the popular one that everybody loves, but that shit is deservedly so. It's fucking hysterical. Right. Yeah. And the Prince one. I mean, it only became popular because people would go to each other's houses and be like, sit down, I need to put this on for you. Like, this shit is too fucking funny. Yeah. And everyone would just be hurting laughing at this fucking comedy skit. And they're the, and when oh, you're used to the fucking Klansman who turns out to be black, oh, amazing, classic, man. That's got to be in the the top <laughs> top fifty uh television moments of all top time. Top fifty? Oh, top fifty television moments of all time. That's maybe yeah. I would I would maybe put that in there. Top fifty television. There's I feel like that. Like his, his most popular skit on that show was the Rick James one, but I think because it got the Rick, I'm Rick James bitch I'm and Rick all James this other bitch. shit, but. 
I think the Black Klansman one is probably his most important one. If you could, say, if you could say that, like, if I had to pick, like, what is this show about? I would show them that skit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was hitting yeah. on a lot of like racial issues, but in a way that it was like almost like everybody can laugh at this shit. Like, I everybody I, can laugh at this shit. Yeah. Also, it it subtly highlights the ridiculousness of the entire thing. You know. By like, you know, switching one detail in the story, all of a sudden it becomes ridiculous. You know, you, it feels like if you have a solid story and like it makes sense what you're doing, it doesn't matter if you change one or two details. Like, yeah, I'd still be doing this, you know, even if it wasn't like, for example, I'd still be doing this job even if uh, I wasn't getting paid so much or I, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he was highlighting this instance where if you switch the skin color of somebody in this story, you know, all of a sudden, the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. And how could, you know, I feel like the what I got from it as a kid was like, yeah, you're right, Dave. Like, fucking race as an issue is fucking ridiculous. Like, I can't really believe that that shit actually still happens, that we're like, there are racist people, like, organizing themselves to be racist against each other. And it's, like, based on the color of our skin and shit. It's like... You're right, Dave. That shit is ridiculous. Now, meanwhile, like that that sunk in later as I was like laughing after it. But while I'm watching the skit, I, you know, it's just so funny. The writing is good. The act, he's being ridiculous, acting good. You know, you see this contrast cuz he's a fucking black white supremacist. It's it was it's gold, man. Like all the way through. Oh, fuck. From start to finish and then afterwards, you still have something to like ruminate over if you want yeah dude i have to go back and watch that show i gotta watch his specials too i fucking love dave chappelle dave chappelle is yeah, the reason i started doing stand-up everybody else i mentioned is sort of just like a branch off of that like i like george carlin i always thought he was kind of neat but he him alone i don't think i would have been like let me do stand-up dave chappelle man dave chappelle the greatest comedian alive perhaps yeah i would say i would say greatest comedian ever I would go yeah, that far. Yeah, probably. Oh, man. At least in my opinion. He's my favorite we of all have time. To, we have to wait like 10 years and listen back to uh, some of his... Uh, like, um, Killing Them Softly. Man, that shit, that special is fucking gold all the way through. I might watch that tonight, actually. That's what I'm Fuck, saying, man. man. Dave Chappelle, fucking the best. The yeah, best. Yeah, he's, he's coming back too, right? He's got like... Um, He's got like a uh, another hour that's on YouTube that somebody just like recorded the audio off their phone. I I don't really fuck with that because like uh, I feel like uh, unless the comedian wants to wants to like release it, it's kind of fucked up to record that shit only because that's how they get people to come see them. You know what I mean? And if that's like let's say I don't think it is, but let's say that's like the hour that he's like. I'm going to work with this hour and make it better and like blah, blah, blah. And then maybe I'll release it so the general public can hear it. That's one thing. But like, it's not like recording a song or like recording anything else because it's like if people who hear this special that somebody just recorded and released go to see Dave Chappelle and it's all the same shit that they just heard on this fucking special, they're going to be like, well, what the fuck? And he's going to be like, well, I didn't mean to put that shit out there. What the fuck? Like, if you were in the room, that's one thing. But I don't know, man. Those jokes weren't ready to go public. Yeah, you know? that might be just a highly specific thing from like for for my position, I guess. I don't know if that's yeah, a- but it's 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 totally valid because I've heard other comedians talk about it on other podcasts where they they say like you know that you have to build up an hour of jokes, an hour of jokes. That's so hard. So it's much, so hard yeah. to be funny for an hour. So they have jokes 
professional comedians I'm talking about now. They have jokes and then they'll go on tour to like 10 different cities um, and maybe some open mics in their hometown or something. And, you know, that's the hour. That's the hour they're doing. Right. And they'd use the same hour throughout the whole thing and they might make it a little better here and there, but they pretty much use the same structure of jokes from that for that whole tour. And everybody hears it for the first time because they haven't put it out on the internet and each city that they go to, I mean, no one's following them. Maybe they are, but then they know like, Oh, these are the same jokes, but that's like maybe two people, you know, that would actually do that. Yeah. Everyone else just, Oh, he's in my city. Like you go see him, you hear an hour of jokes that you've never heard before. That's how it's supposed to work. And then at the end of that, then he's got a, a, a fucking clean cut. He knows what works, what doesn't work, how to play it, how to do this. And then he puts that hour into a special, essentially, on HBO or Netflix or whatever. And then you basically just forget that hour of jokes and start fresh after that, from what I understand. Like, and it's a cycle like that for comedians, uh, professional where they, they write jokes, writing, 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 thousands of jokes. Then they try them out in open mics. They try them out and when they're like, oh, like, you know, I'm a guest spot somewhere. Like, my friend put me on, so I'm going to try some new shit just to see what works and what doesn't. Because it's like you said, it's not like writing music where you can write a song and then go rehearse in your, in your garage and start, stop, you know, Or play it want. a thousand times. You could listen to the same song a bajillion times. And I, you can listen yeah. to the comedy the same time, like, as many times as you want, but... It's different, man. There, there's nothing yeah, like it hearing it the first time, really. Because I'll, mm-hmm. I can still watch shit that I used to like. I laughed so hard the first time I saw it, but now I already know where it's going. the 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 whole point is that there's supposed to be some surprise. Yeah, there, that's such a integral part of what humans find humorous. You know, is the element of surprise. And you can still find like, oh, it's funny how these concepts are pieced together. Like that, that can still be funny without the surprise. But generally speaking, if you can surprise somebody with a joke, you've, you're like halfway done already. You know, it's yeah. already like starting. It's already funny, you know. Yeah. Comedy, man. Comedy. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Dave Chappelle was the first comedian that made me appreciate stand-up comedy as like, oh, so you can be like, really fucking good at this yeah because i had listened to like dane cook before and you know dane cook is funny dane cook's funny he's funny he's funny but i mean he's not that deep you know or at least his older stuff was wasn't it was like you know fucking kind of silly shit and goofy jokes which was i mean like i said i used to listen to his shit all the time i thought it was really funny but it felt like candy to me you know even at the time like he like these jokes he but dave Chappelle, his jokes don't feel like candy as much as like you really have to think about it and like grapple with some of the yeah. things he's saying because he says like some things that are like fucked up socially, but you know those the are way he those says have it, always like, been the comedians I've been drawn to. I mean, I think like George yeah. Carlin did the same thing where like I, I I wouldn't say that a lot of George Carlin's bits are like laugh out loud hilarious, at least not for me. But they're very he goes really into depth on how he sees society working. So you might hear, you might have to sit there for like a five minute preachy rant, yeah. but you might, you, 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 there might be a bit after that where you, you, I, I don't know. Like it, you kind of look past that to sort of, I, I don't know. I always really appreciate it. I was like, this is ballsy that what he's saying on stage. Cause it really is like the thing that attracted me to it at first was that nobody else is saying this shit. Really? Everybody else is just kind of saying 
no, everything's great. Everything's awesome. Everything's this. Everything's that, you know, and that's just how the world is. And then he goes like, hey, wait a minute. Let's reassess some of this goofy ass shit that we just kind of take for granted. You know, and Mm -hmm. I was like, this this is there's some there's truth here. There's truth in like he was talking about consumerism and all this other shit and. I don't know, man. Maybe it's not that preachy. Maybe it's just that yeah, I've seen it a couple of the, times. He has one of my favorite environmental jokes, which frames my whole perspective on, because I'm an environmental science major, sustainable design major. Uh, it frames my whole mindset about thinking about the environment. As he said that people keep saying that we're going to kill the planet. We're not going to kill the planet. The planet is going to be fine. Earth is going to live. Yes. On yeah, I love that joke. Years. Yeah, life is like humans. We're in trouble. We're in big fucking trouble. But the Earth is fine. Well, that <laughs> Earth is fine. That uh, that reminds me, man. I actually used that argument a couple of times, and I forgot that I was qu- like quoting George Carlin, basically. Like this is how much he kind of influenced my way of thinking, I guess. Um, I used to know this girl, annoying as fuck. That's right. If you're listening, you know. Ooh. Yeah, gotcha. Now you know. Gotcha, bitch. But uh, <laughs> one time. Uh, she would always make these annoying-ass arguments with me, but she was talking about how, like, the sidewalk was unnatural and it was, like, fucked up and it was, like, fucking everything up. And I was like, how is it unnatural? We built it. And she was like... I was like, don't you see... Like, you're you're making it sound like what we do is not natural. Is it not natural for a fucking beaver to build a dam? How is it not natural for me to build a sidewalk so it's easier for me to get around? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good job on this fucking sidewalk, bitch. You know what? Skyscrapers credit. are the fucking shit. Nobody else builds yeah. those things. Fuck you. Yeah. These things are awesome. I don't, see a fucking, I don't see a fucking falcon building a skyscraper. A dude can work hundreds of feet in the air. Like, he can work up in this giant-ass building. Whereas, yeah. what, what do we have before? Oh, trees? Get the fuck out of here, trees. We beat you. Yeah. We win. Fucking blowing over in the wind-ass trees. Yeah, fucking bitch-ass trees. Uh, they're called <laughs> skyscrapers, you assholes. But, but no, but like... I, it kind of like recentered me in the way where it's like, yeah, like everything we do is pretty much we can't really do anything unnatural. That's a ridic- that doesn't fucking exist. It's not a Correct, real thing. Yeah. If you want to say like maybe we should keep some of the grasslands and like the the natural, I guess not nat- now I'm saying it, but the organic life around. You want to make that argument? Yeah. I would totally be on board for that. Here's my uh, I had to write a paper on this, and the distinction that I finally came to was that. Natural only makes sense in uh, opposition to some other concept because every, like you said, everything is natural. This is all just fucking space. You know, we're all, we're in space on a fucking planet. You know, there's nothing that we couldn't do that wouldn't be natural because we're just following the laws of nature anyway, you know? Uh, But so to call something natural, it's like, well, yeah, everything is. So if you're going to use the word, you might as well make it in distinction to something, you know? And I argued that the word, should be artificial, which is human made. So the things that, so when, whenever you want to say the word, what's natural, we should re- be referring to as, as it was without human hands. Yeah. Not because, not because what we do isn't natural, but just because. That's the distinction you're actually trying to make. That's what you're right, trying to exactly. say. Yeah, yeah. I guess I shouldn't have, I mean, maybe it was a semantic argument when I was, it no, just no, felt like I, I needed to I, say I, that. No, I'm saying you're you're I'm down with what you said for sure still. I'm just saying I just wanted to throw my two cents in there for how I No, I I how I throw down. I'm just I'm not no, I'm just thinking now maybe in retrospect like just from my perspective like ah maybe I didn't maybe I could have just been like oh I hear what you're saying. I <laughs> so just but I but I was trying to get the point across that like 
it was kind of mind blowing to me to consider that I hadn't considered it before. And then I was just like, Oh yeah, like we are just animals. So everything we build is just like a monkey building some shit. And you're like, Whoa, cool. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this thing did this shit. You know what I mean? Like sidewalks yeah, are fucking yeah. awesome. Don't tell me they're not awesome. Fuck you. You want to go walk into fucking mud? Go ahead. But I'm going to walk on the fucking sidewalk because I was thinking about that the other night because sidewalks are kind of painful to walk on. They're not, yeah. they're not enjoyable yeah. to walk on, but I was thinking, there has to be a reason. This has to be better than the alternative because why else would we fucking build them? It makes things so much easier for us. Sure, it's a little yeah. uncomfortable, but like, and it probably can be improved upon where they could maybe have like sidewalks that have, or like half soil, half sidewalk or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. there's probably a You're way to, to make it a little bit more... Uh, even aesthetically pleasing, you know, but also yeah. like have a more of a use value for humans. But dude, when they had mud streets, there was like fucking sickness and shit everywhere because people were just like popping a squat and shitting in the street and fucking I don't know, you know what I'm talking about? Like no, no, yeah, yeah, for sure, it's fucking gross. So don't tell me you want to go back to that shit. That shit's disgusting. Right. And there's like dust everywhere, you know. The paved roads, they're not that, you know. They're great. They're fucking awesome. You know, if it's they like really are. if it's like a couple hundred humans, and yeah, sure, live in a fucking field. But if there's like Yo, a right, million here's, of here's, us, here's, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The fuck? Here's my argument. Here's my argument, right? And I'm stealing this a lot of this from uh, Katie Bowman. And if you like what I'm about to say, look her up because she's all about this shit. Is that um, our bodies are designed by an intelligent creator? Oh no, boy. Um, they're, they're designed through the fucking intense fires of evolution over millions of years to do certain things, to be involved in certain activities, to, you know, do a certain amount of activity per day, all sorts of shit like that. And the, the more you f stray away from this, like, you know, prescription, essentially, your body starts to malfunction because it's just not designed to cope with that. And th that's the problem with uh, sidewalks and shoes for that matter, clothes, um, air conditioning, heating, you know, everything is we're throwing off. Our bodies are really made to be out in the fucking woods and shit, you know, maybe have a fire to keep us warm or in the cave somewhere. Like that's really what our bodies are designed for. And we're designed to like tough it out in most instances, but we don't do that anymore. And so the the cost is now we're like fucking obese and we're soft and our backs hurt and our knees hurt because, you know, our legs are designed, for example, to be keeping balance and having to climb over things and walk over logs. And, you know, our feet are designed to be walking on like twigs and rocks and things like that. But if I like I walked outside yesterday with no shoes on, on the fucking asphalt, and my feet literally got burned. Like, they, I picked them up, they were red, I couldn't, like, walk on them later, I was like, oh, fuck, I, I really burned the, I really burned my feet, I was like, I'm a fucking bitch-ass nigga, because if I was a real-ass human, out in the fucking jungle, there's no shoes in the jungle, there's no shoes in the fucking cave, you just, you're using your feet, and there's a lot of people, even today, who don't have shoes, they just walk around in the fucking, with their bare feet, and uh, I think there is a cost to not exposing your body to that type of environment. The benefit is it makes society easier. It makes life easier and more convenient. 
but the the cost is really like our we're we're sick because of it you know we're like suffering yeah we're not made to walk on even ground with shoes and with clothes and you know go to a cvs where the lights all different and the shelves are in orders and rows and stacks and the streets are in grids it's like we're really that's where all this anxiety comes from in humans and depression because we don't know how to um adjust from that shit i think that's where meditation comes in and yoga right and where it just exercise because those are things that they just get you right back into your body back into your head you know you sort some things out because if you're out in the world of a city and you're talking to people and there's cabs whizzing by and you're breathing in this kind of uh pollution and that kind of pollution and your body's like constantly thrown off then you don't really have time to like stabilize and like like all right what's going on here like am i cool or what you know Mm -hmm. and if you meditate you come back to that place of like uh quietness and calm but in the city you don't necessarily have to ever have a moment like that if you don't make it for yourself exactly and that's yeah. when you start to fucking fuck up yeah I think. and i think there's probably like a, a, a nice mixed ground that we can get to probably i mean i think we will in the next 100 years if only it, because we're forced to as a result of like global warming and shit but i think there's a way to to sort of mix a lot of i mean you know you were an environmental science major so you probably know way more than me but they're definitely like i've seen those buildings where they have um, like gardens on the outside of it going all the, like spiraling all the way up. And I, I feel like there's probably a way that you could, I guess, make it feel more natural to use that person's word or make it feel less man-made, but by, but still making it basically, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like yeah. you can make uh-huh. it more, uh, like I said, aesthetically pleasing because sidewalks are kind of fucking ugly, right? They have a use yeah. value, but they are ugly. I'll give you that. They're fucking ugly as mm-hmm. shit. They're just gray. They look stupid. The fuck? Yeah, especially if they get dirty really easily. Yeah. People write their names in them and shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there's better options. There's better options. A lot of that, though, is stupid fucking society. There's, excuse me, city ordinances and shit that they have to be even and smooth and they have to have a certain slope or, you know, it can't be this, can't be that. Because if somebody trips, they can sue whoever is dumb, you know, and dumb. That's fucking stupid. Dude. That's that's kind of shit is holding people back too. Oh, let's bring this up right now because this is something right. we need to address. But this fucking this fucking uh, gorilla that got wasted at the zoo got fucking yeah. What do you think about popped that? a cap I'm in this so gorilla's fucking ass? Fucking tired of hear of seeing those articles <clears throat> and hearing people's fucking opinions about it. All right, well Nobody you're gonna hear one more, dog. and it won't. Yeah, I want to hear yours. Yours is the only one I care about. Yeah, honestly, man, I think it's uh. This might just be me coming off of... I watched Blackfish earlier this week, too, which is another thing about, like, animal abuse to a certain degree. Like, it was about the whales at SeaWorld and how they... Dude, they are fucked. And SeaWorld, like, totally... I'm 100% sure they know for a fact that it's fucked. Fuck them up, and they don't give a fuck. They just don't care. Uh, I heard that... Actually, I heard that they are no longer going to get more whales, I think, or something. So it's like when this generation of whales dies, it's like, all right, no more whales. Which is good. So I guess they do give a fuck, but they didn't for Steve, so long. Steve-O went to jail. Steve-O went to jail for uh, the atrocities committed at SeaWorld to try and bring awareness to the whole thing. I mean, SeaWorld is fucked. They say that they have those bent-over fins, and they're like, oh, yeah, that occurs in 30% of males or whatever, 30% of people, like 30% of these orca whales. Not in the wild. It only occurs to, like, 0.001% of people or whales, but in oh. captivity, it happens to, like, every single fucking one of them. Yeah. And they tear each other up, and they fight, and they just... It's terrible, man. It's real terrible. But back to this fucking gorilla. Yeah. I think that 
if anything, the zoo should sue this fucking family for however much that gorilla costs. I know that's kind of a callous way to look at it, but how the fuck does your four-year-old fall into the pit? You were not watching that kid. You were not watching that fucking kid. All right? Yeah, everyone keeps saying that, but dog, wait until you have a kid. There's, if you think that you can keep your eye on a kid 24 hours a day, 100% of the time, you're out of your fucking mind. It takes I'm not asking for that. It. I'm asking for you to keep an eye on them when you're at the fucking gorilla pit. <laughs> is, that, is that like, is that too much to ask? <laughs> like, like, I don't, you can, you can let them do whatever the fuck he wants at home, but when there's a fucking animal that could chew your kid all, you should probably like make sure unless they're not kid, in the pit. Unless your kid's on a leash. I'm telling you, it takes three seconds for a three-year-old to run away, run under the fence, and not realize where it's going and fall into a fucking pit. Yeah. You know, it's it's not necessarily the parents' fault. And that's that's what I think. Okay, well, whatever. That's fine. My my other opinion on it is, did they really, I don't know what the protocols are here, but is it like, do they immediately shoot these fucking things as soon as there's like a person in there? Because I saw the video, it didn't, it, you could have like tranquilized it, right? I guess they're afraid that it would like freak out and rip the baby in half or whatever. But like, Yeah, probably. Probably. So they just shot that motherfucker. I don't think no, no, it's, it's it's probably not as big of a deal that I don't know why this has become like the zeitgeist thing that's just caught on for this week. But uh, I don't know why any of these things become I I, I don't know what because I've I've heard stories like this before. I'd be like, okay, whatever the fuck. Why are we all talking about this gorilla? God damn it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Because here's the thing. It sucks that the, the, the gorilla was shot. It sucks, okay? It really does. They're awesome, those fucking gorillas, man. They're, you just look at them and you're like, damn, you're strong as shit, you know? It's a tragedy. It really is. But what? everyone's upset, but like, who do you really blame? And, and what, what would you have them do, you know? Because everything that you would have to do to keep the situation from happening, it would have to be something ridiculous. So like, okay, so you don't shoot the gorilla to kill it, but you tranquilize it, well, it might rip the baby apart, you know? And the whole point of this was to save the baby, so maybe that wasn't so smart. Okay, you can yell at the parents for, like, not keeping track of their kids, but I'm sure if you asked every every uh, couple that has a kid that went through the same age as this kid, have you ever just lost track of them for just 10 seconds even? Have you ever lost track of your kid for 10 seconds? Every one of them would say yes. And they don't get to control at what time that happens. The kid decides when they, they zoop, I'm out. There's a gorilla over there. Damn. That shit looks awesome. Adam's pro leash. <laughs> I, I, I mean, in certain instances, if you have a fucking wild kid that definitely decides to dart off every once in a while, you should have a leash on your kid, you know? A ch- in a one of those like choke that, collars, too. So you fucking. Yeah, but I think you should just raise your kid the right way. And I think if you raise your kid the right way, then they won't fucking. I, I mean, there's still always random shit. And you're, you know, a three-year-old is a fucking... A three-year-old. A four-year-old's a four-year-old. It sucks, four, yeah. They're, yeah. They're stupid. They they're like really, stupid yeah. people. They don't have... Con- like, as, as little control as adults have over themselves, a kid is ten times worse. So, anyway. So, and that's a kind of the thing. Like, would you have the parents leash the kid to them? Because that's the only way that they can make sure that the kid doesn't go more than six feet away at any given time. Because if they look away for a second, that motherfucker's gone. I honestly don't give a fuck now that I'm thinking about it. The only thing that bums me out is that the gorilla was shot. And I think that's really what people are just latching on to. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, that sucks. It's, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy yeah. that this gorilla died. Can't we let's just let's just express it like that. Oh God, this is so sad. What a tragedy that this thing died. That's it. It doesn't have to be, well, who do we blame? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. Do we, <laughs> yeah. It immediately who do we goes. String to that. up to the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we don't have to do that. Just let's all just agree that this is really fucking sad because it is. And it, it's a tragedy because it wasn't like, you know, the thing got loose and was ripping people apart because then we could be like, oh, fuck that thing, you know? And it also wasn't like it was a, an adult that went down there that was like, oh, I want to go pet the monkey, you know? And it was about, it was getting fucked up and then they shot the gorilla. So it wasn't like, you know, some asshole's fault. It was a child who made a mistake and the gorilla died for it, even though it looked like it was protecting the kid. And that's a tragedy. So let's leave it at that. Quit monkeying around, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, uh, what's some other monkey things we could say? Don't go bananas. <laughs> you guys oh, monkey Don't go monkey bananas. Too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, this has been conversations for our motherfucking grandkids. Yo, grandkids, were you sad about that gorilla? <laughs> I swear to God, if any of you motherfuckers end up in the gorilla pit, I'm leaving you. I'm going to be like, whoops, my bad. I guess I got to have... <laughs> That's it. I mean, what am I going to do? Game over. A, a silverback gorilla is 10 times stronger than an adult human. Literally 10 times stronger. We'll see about That's that. insane. We'll see about that. I just rip we'll my shirt you, off and jump in the we'll ring with you, this bro. gorilla. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so there is no Grandpa Seamus. <laughs> no, he's dead. He got ripped apart by a monkey. It's a crazy way to go out. Anyway, review us on iTunes. Review us on Stitcher. Uh, conversations for our grandkids. Uh, we're on Twitter. It's Convo for Grandkids. Definitely check us out, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I feel better. Yeah, me too, bro. Here we come. Down the street, we get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we're monkeying around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to, do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless. There's always something new Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down